Hi, this is Bootstrapping Says, my dad's podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to Bootstrapping SaaS. I am Val Sopi and currently I'm running Blogstatic.io, a blogging and newsletter platform. Tune in as I talk about the latest challenges and lessons in my SaaS journey. Hey friends, it's great to be back and record this. I've missed it a ton. Uh, I kind of forgot how to do it. I had to sort of think what I did first. Where do I record? I actually use GarageBand. And then I have a few notes, but yeah, I, I totally lost the feel of, you know, the whole routine of recording. But in my mind, I've recorded maybe 30 episodes up to now since my last episode on December 2022. But I don't know why I didn't keep at it. I just sort of postponed it to the next week and next week. Maybe it's at times I thought it was kind of boring, maybe reporting about the same thing over and over again. But uh, one of the reasons I did this was back when I started doing it uh, last year more seriously was more to document the whole thing for myself first, to be honest, and just look back. And I totally dropped the ball. And uh, here I am trying to get back at it and keep up and report when there's things to report. But yeah, uh, so it's been almost a year since I recorded last time uh, specifically. I just checked on my transistor episodes. It was episode 69, December 22nd, 2022. And we're November 19 today. If I'm not mistaken, let me check quickly. Yes, it's November 19, Sunday. And uh, I guess 11 months to date. Uh, Block static is good. Uh, the numbers are pretty impressive. Uh, there's a conversion rate of 8.6 from visits to registration and then about... 28% from registration to paid, and this is the month of October. Um, the yearly low pricing uh, doesn't help in terms of having a big blowout because of, uh, of really good numbers, but that's what Blockstatic is. That's the pricing that it resonated with, and I want to keep at it. And honestly, if I do more marketing, more mindful marketing and more mind marketing activities, I think I can break to 5K. I really believe that. Um, because I'm not doing anything. The visits are coming in. People are recommending it. Um, I don't... I mentioned it... I mentioned Blockstatic on Twitter, but it's not as much as uh, some other people do more deliberately to uh, market their products. So if I did that more, I, I think I, I could see a, a, a bigger return. Um, on one hand, I don't want to, you know have a boring Twitter account where I market my products constantly because I like to sort of uh, talk to people randomly and uh, put out updates about new findings or some thoughts that I have about something relating to SaaS or maybe something around SaaS or even personal life. So that's probably one thing that holds me back. Uh, but yeah, I should definitely do something more around it uh, where I I am deliberately... Uh, doing marketing and marketing activities. So, yeah, uh, let me just check my notes quickly. Um, I talked about marketing. So, yeah, back in September, I ran a survey to ask my paid clients, uh, customers, what they liked about Blockstatic, what they want to see in it. Uh, there were a lot of solid feedback, some of the things that I had in mind and, you know, sort of aligned with what people are expecting. 
some of it has had to do more with customizations being easier, not only CSS related because initially when I started Blockstatic, it was on Markdown solely. And it was, I think, sort of un, um, it wasn't something that I did deliberately, but it was geared more towards developers, you know, like having access to uh, change the CSS and have it affect not only the blog, but the editing area. So people can change how their editing area looks. And it's still like that, but I don't know how much that is needed, to be honest. Most people, most of my customers don't really care about that. And one thing that's been repeatedly asked about is customizations where they're more like, uh, you know, like toggles and uh, changing font sizes, changing fonts more like with drop downs and selections rather than writing CSS code. Because even people that write CSS code, like they don't, I don't think they write, like they use Tailwind. They don't write it raw like I do. So, yeah, I got to change in that way and make it more accessible to a wider uh, group of people. And if that happens, then some of the themes that I currently have, they could be customizable um, in infinite ways because you can change the color of the text and size and font and whatnot. I guess the structure would be something that can be changed. But even if I had like three themes with a uh, three different types of structures that go around for blogs, like those could be potentially uh, changed and updated and modified in infinite ways. Uh, so that's something I hope to be doing. Uh, so yeah, uh, summer was kind of slow, not in terms of revenue or anything like that, but me sort of creating features and just sort of monitoring the situation. I had taken a contract work, which was pretty quick, ended up being a little bit more than I, I planned to, but it was good money. And the project that I had to deliver, it was for an organization and it was based on uh, a project that I already did. So it was pretty much modifying things that I had uh, done already for another client. And that was really good. Really quick money, uh, great value for the client, um, but also quick money for me so I can come back to block static. And I hope to get more stuff like that, to be honest. Uh, I'm gonna reach out to my network a little bit more in those terms. Like I have a lot of contacts in organizations. My previous clients were like nonprofits and different um, uh, different groups of sort of, uh, you know, governmental, non-government uh, sort of uh, organizations that are easy to work with, they have set budgets, um, and it's really nice to work with because they kind of know what they want and they're easy to work with. So I hope to do more of that as I keep growing Blockstatic. Um, there are a couple of interests to... Uh, buy Blockstatic. I'm not interested in selling right now because it's growing so well. But if it reaches a point where it's growing so much where I have to hire, I'm not sure if I would love to continue to manage people unless I find a way to find somebody to manage people and I stay on development. Um, I have another actually VC being interested in Blockstatic. Uh, they've been reaching out so many times. I've already told them that I'm not interested because of the stories that I hear uh, from, you know, friends and other people who have VC money and the things they have to deal with and how we bootstrappers don't really like going that route and are more interested in something like Tiny Seed or Comfond where uh, they're sort of hands off and 
trust you to run your company rather than appoint boards where they control you and you're pretty much an employee of your own company. So those things I've voiced already and they want to talk, so I might take a call with them just to sort of say hello. And they're pretty big. Uh, they've invested some amazing products. And if I get to talk to them, um, I, I will share more about them. Um, but yeah, October was really great month, uh, record-breaking month. November started slow. It's picking up again. It's a little bit after the midway through the month. Uh, kind of have a feeling a lot of people were waiting for Thanksgiving, Black Friday sort of deals. And some people who asked me, I, I told them straight out that we don't do any deals. I don't know if that's good or bad, but the product is priced, I think, pretty solidly. And I want to get clients who are uh, deliberate about their blogging and I don't want to get like impulse buyers who buy through a Black Friday deal, have a stale blog and then cancel a year later. That would be some free revenue for me. But I sort of want to build a network of, of people who really need the product and can amplify it because they really need it. And not somebody who's impulsive buyer and uh, gives block static some money that is great but at the end of the day they're just not a valuable client to the to the product i know i'm maybe not um sort of thinking in terms of how people do block friday in correct way maybe i should learn more about that but this is my current thinking as far as that goes um so yeah another thing that i did that i was a highlight of sort of my late summer autumn was going to microcomp lisbon which was the beginning of october and that was amazing it was everything i hoped for and more i wanted to go for the past three years and finally pulled the pulled the uh, the trigger and it was had more to do with a friend uh handing me the ticket actually the the ticket, the entrance ticket to to Black uh, to Black Friday, <laughs> not Black Friday to Tiny Seed because they were a, they were a speaker there last year and as a speaker they got a free ticket and they weren't going this year because they had another trip planned and they asked me not to mention their name but they're a great friend, uh, they've been a friend for such a long time, super supportive uh, of what I've been doing and I'm super supportive of them. Uh, we've been you know friends for for a long time and we talk once in a while so. So thank you, friend, that you asked me to not mention your name publicly. But that was one of the reasons I was able to afford it, because the ticket and the hotel and et cetera uh, wasn't as, it wasn't expensive, like highly expensive, but it was still like, a, it made a dent on my finances. But Tiny Seed was worth every penny. The people that I met there, Rob, I finally got to meet Rob, who was Rob that you would expect to to meet. Like he wasn't any different from what we know of him like online or through the podcast, etc. And it was really great to chat with him about products and and just shoot the shit with other people in there and talk about, you know, uh, how we do things. And it's totally different from, you know, when we talk to one another online or through Slack or whatnot. Just in-person meetups are just something else. You know, you get to talk to people in real time, interrupt him. Uh, when you're not understanding something sort of midway and add something or ask them to clarify and then you maybe add something else and then somebody else jumps in. And that dynamic is just something I miss so much, you know, because this was my first event actually that I went to since COVID. So yeah, incredible after three years, I guess. And I'm hoping to go to Atlanta too. And uh, that would be awesome if I get to go there. I'm really thinking about that. So that should be cool. 
I, I think that is bigger in terms of like people and and um, I don't know if they still do that like if they have the growth track um, and the other one I can't remember the name of uh, so yeah um, uh, I just wanted to give a quick update and I hope to go back to uh, recording these pods uh, and keep updates about what I'm up to. All right, talk soon.